I'm your host, Mark, joined by co-host <sighs> Java. I'm a little depressed. I accidentally watched Requiem for a Dream a second time. Ooh. I'm just kidding. I would never watch that movie again. <laughs> it's all a dream. Yeah, I wish. Were you high? That could be. Okay. Listen, I'm not much of a weed guy, but this the week's movie made me want some weed. Before we get into what we watched this week, we got to plug some music. And this month, during Drug Month. Yeah. I'm sure that Arrows in Action is glad to be associated with this. We want to give a shout out to the band Arrows in Action. They're from Gainesville, Florida, and we give a big shout out to them for allowing us to use their music on the podcast with their hit song, Over It. Make sure you hit the show notes for all of the links to their socials. Uh, you can find their music wherever you get your music from. Once again, that's Arrows in Action. They're a pop punk band. So please hit the follow, like, subscribe button. Slap it. Shoot. Slap, 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 the, slap the show notes to find out. <laughs> slap them. Yeah. Uh, so. Yes. Jeff. Uh, yes. What did we watch this week? Oh, well, again, we are in the midst of drug month. Um, We have a, what are we going to do next month? It's, I guess next week is when we start talking about that. When we're a week, you know. Wait, is this, oh, this is a five month. I, I forgot yeah, Lady five... Draft House picked a picked right. We have one, more, two more films after this. But this week yeah. we watched Half Baked, the stoner comedy classic from 1998, starring Dave Chappelle. Heard of him? I have heard of Dave yeah. Chappelle. And then Harlan Williams. He plays two. He plays two parts of this film. He does. <laughs> I forgot about that completely. Uh, Tommy Chong, who you know, Cheech and Chong. Harlan Williams, Jim Brewer, uh, and Guillermo Diaz are your main players in this film. Also, some cameos from, uh, well, one of which, I yeah, I don't want to get, the Snoop Dogg cameo is my favorite thing, um, but a couple other cameos in here as well. Uh, John so Stewart I am is who I'm thinking of. Oh, John Stewart, yeah, friend of the podcast. Um IMDb synopsis is the story of three not-so-bright men who come up with a, a series of crazy schemes to get a friend out of jail. Yeah. Um, so this this, this so I realized watching this film, yes. I had never seen this. Oh, okay. You've never seen... All the way through. Ha- no, okay. okay. All the way through. Um, like, there was parts of this movie, I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, I've never seen this. And if I have, I was probably high at the time. Um, because, n- like, the entire third act of this film did not ring a bell at all. Um, like, the first half where, you know, guy, guy's in jail and they're trying to figure out how they're going to get him out of jail. and That that was all vaguely familiar. And it's probably been uh, 15 years maybe 20 since I've seen, since I had like registered seeing this in my brain. Yeah. <laughs> and all right. So let me, let me ask you this question. What is your favorite? So what is your go-to s- stoner comedy? I don't have any. I don't really 
like stoner comedies. I said that a couple weeks ago. Just like that's because they're dumb, right? Yeah, and they tend to not really be funny, and you they're kind of expecting you to be high when you watch them. So like a, a Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. That movie sucks, bro. That movie <laughs> is garbage. And I swear the only way to like it is to be baked out of your head. And I think this is better. So I guess if I had to say what's a go-to, half-baked would be the only thing that comes to mind. Just because Dave Chappelle is a comedic genius and he's just funny anyway. And so there's a, there's enough there for me to come back to, right? I just don't... I don't have a stoner thing. Like, I'm trying to even think of one where weed is like a central... Pineapple Express. I guess maybe Friday? Would that be a stoner comedy? Uh, I would not count that as a stoner yeah, comedy. Yeah, I mean... Uh, no, because I don't like Pineapple Express. I, okay, it's, it's not uh, entertaining to me. Because it. that's the thing. When things center around marijuana, I tend to just not care. Like, I've never... Like, I've tried it, but I've never been into it. I never really liked it that much, and I just moved on. And so anytime it's it's just one of those things I don't really relate to when it's the subject matter. Um, so, hmm. but we did yeah. have a dog flying in this movie, which was great. Some of the best special effects you've ever seen. <laughs> the, the, the green screen. It's fantastic it's just a dog sitting on some sort of platform and, <laughs> and like like there's bleed through from like the purpose. background <laughs> they, they did it on purpose there's no like they knew i don't looked, know if they did or not no I, I think maybe it looked better and they're like make it look worse because people will think this is serious like i don't know like it i don't know who thought this i don't know serious. i loved it it was it was so bad it was good i i it, it was deliberately campy to me all right so um I'm going to give you the things that I, I really enjoyed about this film. Okay. Because it was an hour and 20 minutes. That's, that's like the, yeah, up, top up at the of top the, there. Yeah, yeah, like the movie's over before you know it. It's just, oh, um, it's over? Yeah. I thought that um, Dave Chappelle, I wish, you know, it, there, was a, there was a time where Dave Chappelle was the, the biggest thing in Hollywood, and it was after this film. But, like, he's pretty good as, like, a lead character or a lead actor in this film. Um, yeah. I just I just think he's he's got a, va- a very natural charisma. And this is probably the first movie that I've watched that I, all I, the way through. Yeah, because he's been him. in other movies, but it's always been bit parts. I'm, did right. Blue Streak was before or after this? I can't remember. Uh, with Martin Lawrence? Yeah. That's, I think it's after. Okay, because he has a bit part in that. Um, but, yeah, I really, he just is so entertaining. And, actually, I really like, of the group, I think Harlan Williams does a good job as Kenny Davis, who's in prison. And then Scarface, uh, who is played by Guillermo Diaz, is, is pretty good. But Jim Brewer, to me, oh yeah, he just sucks, put bro. him in the garbage can. Yeah, like, I, like, why is he in this movie? He's on the poster, too. Yeah, it's I think weird. that people thought he was going to be the big star, but I think maybe you take him out, you put Matthew Lillard in there instead, and I think it's a, a better movie. I just really didn't buy Jim Brewer in any way, and he was more annoying than anything. Yeah, uh, I, I what another thing I also really liked was um, 
what's his face is in in jail. Harlan Williams yeah. in jail with uh Cheech, um with Chong. Tommy Chong. <laughs> I, like if if Master I had gotten Squirrel. a movie of those two like as a buddy comedy I think I would enjoy the shit out of it. It's well, because their, their, really, their scenes were pretty good. Yeah, I didn't even register that it was Tommy Chong until coming back to the credits or like having yeah. seen the movie and then looking at it. But yeah, their whole subplot's kind of entertaining. Um, I mean, it kind of boils down to really just bri- uh, prison rape jokes uh, whenever they're showing his thing. I mean, it's 98, so. His subplot. Yeah, I mean, it's par for the course. And there's, and again, 98, there's some homophobia. Uh, you know, the characters will often to refer to each other with, uh, you know, uh, gay slurs and things like that. So, um, <clears throat> let me ask you, what? So, what made you pick this film? Because you picked Requiem for a Dream, and I okay. wanted something light and easy and nice. Like I put it on my list, and I forgot what else was on there. Let me pull it up. It I I was actually leaning towards something else and then you picked requiem and i was like no i want something to enjoy um where did i put my drug movies oh oh (laughs) there i was looking uh was gonna look at return to paradise which was uh vince vaughn and hate the now late and hache and um which would have been timely uh and joaquin (laughs) phoenix uh, and it was about these people that go to another country and they get busted for, well, one of them gets busted for marijuana. And in, and in that country, it's like super serious death sentence offense and just the kind of inner workings of that, which I remember enjoying the movie. I haven't seen it in a while, but I didn't want to go that way because it's a kind of a depressing movie mm-hmm. after having watched uh, a Requiem. depressing movie. Yeah, I just was like, okay, this I need to break this up. Let's do Half-Baked. That's why I picked it. Yeah. So, like, I had trouble finding this on illegitimate means, which is never a good sign. Um, which is actually kind of strange, because this movie is hugely popular. Like, it's sure with your potheads and, and your stoners yeah. and... And even probably your recreational users, they probably are familiar and like this movie, you know. And I remember it being kind of a big deal. Everyone talked about it. What? So what? What was the name of their bong? Their main bong? Oh, um, like their side was bong like was Wes- Wesley Pipes. Wesley Pipes, which was a pipe. What was the bong's name? <laughs> it was another actor. I can't remember right. now. I just remember going, oh, that's pretty clever. Yeah, um, I like that they had the little thing of, and actually, I kind of was like, you know, they're living their dream, you know. they Sure, none of them have particularly great jobs, but at the end of the day, they're hanging out with their boys, you know, they're living that 20-something life, you know, like that mm-hmm. early 20s life. Yeah. You know, and that, you, you hang out with your friends, they got plans for, hey, who's on munchies, uh, you know, and- <laughs> You know, I, I I kind of enjoyed that aspect of their friendship that, you know. And I I did, I like, uh, Harlan Williams' character, and even him as the actor, he's been in other stuff. I Dumb and Dumber, bro. Oh, the, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, so we're back on Grandma's old golf 
syrup. <laughs> like, but he's also been in. Um, what else was he in? I don't. He's been don't in know. a bunch. I, I can't but, think of anything else off top. But, but he always has little smaller roles. But like this, I mean, at the start of the movie, he he's the munchy guy, and he gets sent out, and he comes out of the bodega, and he's got two bags. And like this is in New York City, and he sits the the groceries down like on a flat surface nearby. And he starts feeding a uh, a cop's horse, you know, mounted yeah, mounted I had, unit. I had some questions about this, so keep oh, going. We're going to the police corner. Okay. Yeah, just a little bit. All right, but but like, I, my first thought was when he's talking to this horse and he's feeding it like apples and shit. I was like, one, this would never happen because somebody would have already had stolen his bag of groceries, um, and two, a cop would not have left. <laughs> this fucking horse by itself. Yeah, so the the horse eats a bunch of candy and fruit and all kinds of stuff and then keels over and dies. And the cop's like, it's, she's a diabetic, and he gets arrested for this. Now, is this, did he break the law? Uh, by feeding a horse? By feeding a, a specifically a uh, police horse. I mean, if there's a... If there's a law against that in New York, maybe. Okay, <laughs> I mean, but, but in, no. in our area, we do we have any? No. I've seen some mounted police before, like on parades yeah. and stuff. But yeah, no, there's. I mean, it's an animal, like, so yeah. If you, someone went up and said, "Hey," and petted the horse on the nose, right? Not against the law. Okay, and so um, if they gave it some fruit, okay, not, not also the not law. against the law. And what about some candy? Uh, I mean. Probably not against the law. However, I, f- I feel like horses don't eat candy. So. Yeah. I mean, I think you should know better, but like ultimately not against the law. Yeah. And like the, the man gets thrown in jail for like purposely doing it. And he didn't purposely do it. Like he was yeah. being nice to the horse. Yeah. He, he, he really likes horses and he was very upset <laughs> that the horse died. And, you know, um, and that that's how he ends up in jail. Um, another place you'd seen Harlan Williams is in there's something about Mary. He's the hitchhiker that picks up Ben Stiller or that Ben Stiller picks up. Oh, shit. seven minute. Ass. Yeah, that's him. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, he's I don't know. What is he doing now? He's like, just he's, a stand up mostly, I think. Like, he's oh, really? just a stand up. Yeah. He started as a stand up. Oh, well, so. like he's. I think he's he's really good in this film, uh, just because he's kind of got that all shucks, you know, uh, mentality, and he's in jail and he's like trying to pump himself. I was like, oh, I gotta start being more tough, and then, and then uh, Chong, Tommy Chong has to Protect save him, him every right, right every time. The in whole jail. thing of uh, you know the if you've seen Office Space, you know. The way to survive in prison is to beat up the biggest guy or become their uh, lover. And bitch. Uh, bitch. Yeah, I didn't want to say that. But why? I just didn't. Don't question. Listen, I'll do as I please. Okay. And I'll say sure. the words I mean to say. That's fine. Yes. Um, but so Tommy Chong has been just kind of protecting Harlan Williams. But Tommy Chong is getting out in a few weeks and then... Harlan Williams will no longer be protected. So the 
the trio of Scarface, Brian, who is Jim Brewer, and Thurgood Jenkins, played by Dave Chappelle, have to work together to get up his bail. Now, he's got a million-dollar bond, so they have to get $100,000 in order to bail him out. Right. Can you explain to me, now I've seen this in movies, uh, like Jackie Brown, you have to get mm-hmm. 10% of the bond of the, the bail to get them out. How does yeah. that work? So you so you get your bail amount and the person responsible for putting up the bail goes to a bail bondsman and essentially the bail bondsman says, Okay, I'll front you this money. Unless you have the money. And then if you have the money, you go straight to the, the jail. Um, okay, so that's where I was kind of wondering why it's there's this ten percent thing, right? So the ten percent is because you've gone through a bail bondsman. Uh, no, the the ten percent is like how how do I explain it? Yes and no. So the the bail bondsman serves as the courts like it like not enforcement, but. They're just making sure that you show up. Right. Um, and so the the county is which you pay your your bond amount to. Um so when you get when you get time you get sentence, you either go to jail, all right, that's your county, mm-hmm. or you go to prison, which is your state. And you also have federal prison, which is much more serious, but um, so if you, typically misdemeanors are less than a year, uh, they don't exceed more than a year time in jail, and your felonies are more than a year, right? And so, so that's your prison. I'm just wondering where does the ten percent come in? Why? Why if the judge says one million dollar bail, does someone only need to come up with a hundred thousand? It's the bail bond. So the the bondsman fronts the money and is essentially telling the court, I will make sure this person shows up to court. Um and that's like dog the bounty hunter. You Okay, so you you don't pay your money, dog the bunny bounty hunter comes after you. Okay. So if if they post so if the bound excuse me, if the bail bondsman posts so if it's a million dollars, the mm-hmm. bail bondsman gives them a million dollars after the person has paid them ten ten percent Essentially, the bail bondsman fronts the money. Fronts what? Ten percent or the million? Ten percent. So, but why? Nobody's why paying a million dollars. Okay. That's Nobody's what I'm, paying a million. Then why set the bail at a million? That's what it's I'm because that is the maximum amount that they can set in case you don't get to a bail bondsman. In case you like, you don't have that ability. You have a maximum amount that you can pay. Um. And if it's a million dollars, it's a million dollars. And if you can come up with a million dollars, and so like collateral is as a is a thing. Okay, um, I guess it's just up, you put up your house, you put up assets, and then you essentially all that gets liquefied, and you you. So if you go to quitted, do you get that money back? Yeah, if you like, so if the bail bondsman fronts that money, and you get out, and you're your case gets dismissed or 
Now, if you get acquitted, that might be different, but it's because like a trial would have happened and you would have been like a jury would have ruled in that aspect, but, or the judge. Uh, but like, if like your case gets dismissed, then yeah, um, you would get uh, that money back. Okay. I'm just curious. So he goes to jail, right? And so on the way, as they're visiting Harlan Williams, uh, Dave Chappelle meets Rachel true, who is playing Mary Jane. Yes. Mary Jane, uh, Potman. Oh my gosh. I just really, her name's Mary Jane Potman. I don't know why right. I never I never saw her last name. I mean yeah, Mary Jane it was, is it's a never bit, said in the movie. Yeah, it's a bit much, but she's credited as Mary Jane Potman. Okay, get, okay, movie. Nothing else. <laughs> no, You're not okay, baked. Google, stop it. <laughs> this movie is so half baked. Yeah. Um, which is becomes his love interest, but she is visiting her father in prison who is a drug dealer who got busted dealing drugs. So he doesn't like pot smokers or anything like that. So Dave Chappelle pretends not to smoke. Okay. I don't know why he's just not up front with her, but like, it, it seems very much so the, the, their chemistry is okay. I guess. Um, I don't really, she is, well put together, All right? Um, seemingly like successful woman, and I'm not judging him for his his occupation, but more of his after work, he just goes home and smokes weed with his friends, right? Because he has no responsibility. I know, and I'm I'm not hating on it. You know, like <laughs> some of my happiest time was mowing grass. You know, like it's just easy work. It's hey, not wait. stressful. Was that? Like code for weed smoking? No, actually oh. mowing yards. Well, uh, businesses um, get lots of exercise. It's quite nice. Yeah, okay. but he I, he's just not responsible really in any way. He doesn't. His money all goes to weed and and bongs that he names after celebrities, and that's why I didn't think there was much here because he just like. They just, to me, don't click. Like, she's just sort of seems as someone who doesn't smoke weed and seems to be successful, and I just well, found I, that Dave Chappelle's character was too immature for her. That is probably... No, that is accurate. But, like, <laughs> I thought the whole premise of, hey, what do we do for money? You know, it starts with them going out to um, him and Mary Jane going to... I forget. Get are they going like, on a date? Yeah, and like and he has, got like, and like there's bucks. a tally of like yeah how much money he has, and it's like just going down, and he's got to figure out, um, you know, how am I going to pay for ice cream? Because she suggests, hey, we let's go get ice cream, and and they get to this like so in 1998. Apparently, it costs three dollars to get a taxi. Well, they had deals. Anywhere in New York, because he gets out of this taxi cab and the guy in you know, the tally goes down to like 50 cents. And Dave Chappelle's like, you should have been happy with the tip I gave you. Um, but then they encounter this like this guy outside of the store who's begging for money. And the guy's like, spare some change. And Dave Chappelle reaches into the cup and grabs all of his cash. And 
because he was not going to be able to pay for his for his girls for the ice cream, ice cream. right? And like, I, I just like half of this movie doesn't make any sense to me. It's because I'm like, why are we watching Dave Chappelle trying to like, I guess woo impress? Okay, so how long is this movie if he doesn't? You know, an like, hour. If, an if, hour. I, even less, I think. If the entire <laughs> subplot of Mary Jane is out, I think we're looking at a sitcom episode, which I still would have been good with. Yeah, I just, I, I don't really. I think the the love interest thing to me doesn't. The, it didn't supply a lot of laughs for me. I think most of the laughs that I had were around the the three guys trying to figure things out um and i really like so while he's what what happens here is dave Chappelle's working at some sort of scientific facility uh they're doing research and one of the scientists is like hey i know this isn't your job but if you could take this down to the pharmacy or whatever and and, and bring it back uh, I'd be grateful. And so Dave Spell's like, sure. And then he hands the scientist the mop. He's like, hey, I know this isn't your job, but if you could mop all this shit up for me. <laughs> Just, right. I loved that. Uh, you know, and he goes down to the pharmacy and he gets a huge brick of weed, which Dave Chappelle so overacts the excitement of it. And it's really funny. Um, just in the way that Dave Chappelle is, is really good at comedy. Obviously that's the understatement of the year, but you know, and so that's where they they get this weed that they bring home, and it's so good that it it gets them to fly, including the dog. <laughs> uh, we should also mention there's a guy in the movie just called the guy. guy. Yeah. He's credited as guy on the couch, um, who just lives in their house for nobody's like, how did he get here? Who is this? Right. You know, I, he's your friend, and he's like, I didn't, I didn't invite him here. Um, I like that little subplot with the guy on the couch. And when they finally confront him about it, he's like, listen, man, you don't need to worry about me. You need to get your friend out of prison. And it is, <laughs> he is just this guy squatter, you know, yeah, he's <laughs> just the guy. guy on the couch. Uh, so, all right. Sidebar. You watch the Dave Chappelle show? Yeah. All right. What's your favorite Dave Chappelle skit? Ooh, um, top copy maybe, and I believe top actually, copy. all right, what's, top what's copy. That's the one where it's a a copy. It's like a Kinkos, but they're all just rude. And I actually think Guillermo, who plays Scarface, is in that skit. I'll see if I can find it for you. But uh, it's basically they're just rude as hell to everyone. <laughs> but that's just off the top of my head. I'm sure there's one that's totally classic that I'm forgetting about i mean of course like the james uh rick james stuff is all good right i'm i'm partial to the uh black bush um where he's black george w bush okay and you know and he's like given a speech in the rose garden or whatever and he's talking about the invasion of iraq and he's like sanction me with the armies oh pop they're like they're, yeah. they're like what what about oil? And he's like, what bitch you cooking? I'm like, this, this shit is hilarious. Anyways, um, uh, you were supposed to ruin this with me. Um, yeah, I didn't. No, um, I know. Cause I don't really know that skit. 
It's okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, all of Dave Chappelle. I, of course, the Wayne Brady skit really good. Um, but anyway, so they uh, they decide that the way they're going to raise money to get Harlan Williams out of jail is to uh, forge documents to get the weed from the hospital place and then sell it. And what do they call himself? The happy face? Sure. Mr. Nice Guy, maybe? Was yep. that it? That's Mr. It. Nice Guy. Yep. Uh, and they start, they give out some samples to get their name in the streets, and it attracts the attention of a local rapper who has a rap song about how he always gets his drugs from, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Wayne Brady. No, not Wayne Brady. Oh. Who does he? It's the other Chappelle character, and he's always getting his drugs from Clarence. Uh, no, Clarence is the actor. Samson. He's like Samson always hooks me up, so I get my drugs. But then he starts buying from the happy, the night Mister Nice Guy. And again, there's a, sh- a scene where Chappelle is acting opposite Chappelle. It's awesome. It's uh, yeah. So this movie's not long at all, but. Like, I really enjoyed where they, I I forget how they do it, but essentially the cops end up with Chappelle and his crew, and they're like, hey. Well, that's because Chappelle, all right, so they do some selling, right, and they're making money, but they sort of get, like, a time crunch now because, uh, you know, Master Squirrel's going to be leaving prison and pretty much... That leaves Harlan Williams open to all sorts of attacks. And so they decide they're going to just break in and take all of the weed from the facility that they've been getting it from. And it's the most haphazard break-in attempt. They are busted immediately, but the like the people watching the monitors are like, is that Thurgood? Yeah. <laughs> Should we go stop him? Nah, it's too entertaining. And, you know, they get busted immediately. They do a terrible job. And that's how they end up in the hands of the FBI or, or DEA or whoever. And they're like, well, can you give us Mr. Nice Guy? And they're like, oh, we don't know who Mr. Nice Guy is, but but we can give you, um, why am I blanking on this? Samson. We know Samson. So they get the wire and all that. And they have all seen around Samson and trying to get the drugs. Along the way, uh, Jim Brewer has spent some money to get a Jerry Garcia like his ashes and everybody's like man that's not really Jerry Garcia but there's like this fight that breaks out and this the ghost of Jerry Garcia from the Grateful Dead shows up and assists this is the kind of movie we're dealing with it's I mean it's not out of the realm of possibility I mean I guess I guess but also the the last fifteen minutes of this film are like make the entire movie for me. Explain. They're you know so uh, Chappelle has is wearing the wire and he goes and he's trying they're trying to buy buy this guy's drugs and get him to cop to selling all this different all these different drugs, but uh, he gets found out. Chappelle gets found out. And he's wearing the most ridiculous zip-up polo shirt that I've ever seen. I don't remember that from the 90s. And I feel like I was pretty in tune with what was going on in fashion in the 90s. But 
like he's wearing a zip up polo. And that to me, that just floored me. And I was like, "What the <laughs> fuck?" I was like, "I was like, wait a minute, they had zip up polos." Yeah, it was crazy. But anyways, so like all the Samson's henchmen, Samson's henchmen are like females, yeah. and they're all like sexy <laughs> ninjas, basically. Yeah, right. And so they grab, they grab Chappelle, and they're like unzipping his polo. And he's like, ah, and, and like, that's where the wire is. And... Got a wire. And, but then like a whole, f- a whole fight breaks out between all these, these dudes. And it's the most I- insane, crazy thing you've ever seen. And it made the entire film. It's cause like Dave Chappelle's running from a, uh, a, a woman with a katana and, uh, the other dudes are fighting, you know, other females. It's just, it's, it's, it's massively entertaining. Yeah. But it's also like crazy as shit. Yeah. To me, the movie just kind of ends in a way like there's not like a firm arc. And I think that's okay because it's really going from gag to gag. Um, yeah. So they end up, the cops come in and they stop with the help of Jerry Garcia. <clears throat> they stop the, the, Clarence, I keep. I'm just going to call him Clarence. That's the actor's name. That's fine. Um, and so we get to the final thing. So the whole thing is that Dave Chappelle has told Mary Jane, "I I like you. I want to be with you so much. I'm willing to quit smoking weed." And and he does, and it's this like whole conversation with a a, a joint before he throws the joint off the. <laughs> and the, but it's got a face of a woman. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it was weird. <laughs> and so he walks off with the girl. Now, that relationship is doomed to fail because he is not going to quit. Like, it's just not going to happen. As much as that man loves weed, he even says, one thing I love more, pussy. But even so, he's not going to quit. Like, it's just. That, that was the last scene of the movie. Right. That's the last line of the movie. One yeah. thing I love more is pussy. Yeah. Uh, well, and I'm not so sure that that's the case. <laughs> Why not date someone who also smokes weed? I mean, just that would give you your hey, best. The heart wants of what it wants. Yeah. Okay. Listen. All right. You know, I just if there's something fundamental about your your personhood, and I think that Dave Chappelle's character of Thurgood, weed is that center point. It's just one of those things. So much of who he is, like. It just, I'm I'm thinking too much into it and trying to bring too much reality to this movie about smoking weed, but I just don't think that relationship is going to go anywhere because, uh, you know, if they have no real shared interests. It's superficial. It is very much so, but he apparently loves her enough to quit weed. And that's the end of the movie. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's it. a nice, tight buck 22. It's and like... I don't even think it was buck twenty two. I think it was like buck eighteen. Yeah, once I mean, if you take the credits out right. and you know, you just kind of, it's real easy to just put on and watch. It's nice and light. It's exactly what I wanted after watching the heaviness of Requiem for a Dream, and I think it served its purpose. It was the palate cleanser I needed um, to kind of get over the the heaviness of, of the last film. All right, so I'll ask you this. Would you recommend it? No. 
I mean, because as far as comedies go, it's good, but it is not on par with a lot of my other favorites. Like, it's so much weed humor that I think were I someone who found weed humor funny, I think this would be an amazing classic. But since that doesn't appeal to me, there were just other bits of just really just good Dave Chappelle that made it entertaining enough to get through. It's entertaining, but it wouldn't get my recommendation. Mm. And again, we need to stress that we reserve our recommendations for things that we actually truly think you should take some time to go watch. And I think yeah. if you never watch Half-Baked, eh, it's fine. Right. Like, I had this like thought in my head going into this that I had seen it. And I, ha- I had, but I had not. Because, like, half of this movie was completely foreign to me. And... And while I had always heard that, you know, Half-Bake was the kind of the OG stoner comedy and... I mean, Days of the Confused predates it. And I'm yeah, sure there but were like, more, it's but... so different. Days of the Confused is so different. Yeah, this it. is... Yeah, totally. Um, this is a, like a stoner slapstick comedy because yeah. it's very slapsticky. Yeah, and... But like, when I'm watching it, I'm like, I don't... I've never seen this. I've never seen this part of the movie. And so, like, I'm I'm glad I got to put all the pieces together, but I'm not. I can't recommend this. Yeah. I mean, it's it's, it's a it's, fun it's watch. Good. It's a fun <laughs> right. watch. I mean, you're not gonna regret it. It's, it, I I guess it's just like a candy bar, you know. Like you're, I'm not gonna say, yeah, man, Snickers. But when you have one, you're like, yeah, that was that was tasted good. And then you just move on with your day. You're never gonna right. rave about it to your friends, though. Like I had the most amazing Snickers. No, you just. I mean, it's a good the, snack. It's a good the snack. Caramel and the, the peanut nougat. Yeah, I mean Snickers are good. I'm no. not. I like a Snickers bar, but I'm not gonna rave about it like I would some sort of decadent dessert from a restaurant. That, Ooh. oh my gosh, like oh, have you ever gone to Papa John's and got the cinnamon pull aparts? No, man. Oh, don't my go to God. Papa John's. Why not? <laughs> Papa John's not... is delicious. <laughs> that's not the that's not the pizza place you go to when you're going to get fast food pizza. Where? No one is better than Papa John's for fast food pizza. Uh listen. Pizza. I no. Incorrect. Wrong. I would only accept five stars an alternative. But <laughs> that's a that's a local option. You can't, it's, you can't is name five a five stars star. specifically local? I think so. Oh, I thought it was a larger chain, but either it's way, not a national chain. I don't think. Yeah, Papa John's is better than Pizza Hut, mm. especially the Pizza Hut out my way is nasty. <laughs> place <just> sucks. <laughs> hey, you, you've never eaten there, like at the buffet? Oh, uh, I have, and it's nasty, oh. and it's the slowest Pizza Hut. It's horrible. <laughs> it's really bad. But yeah, so we get anyway. I I got sidetracked because the cinnamon pull aparts at Papa John's. Oh my gosh, no, that's something to talk about. Um, you got that uh that I love New York pizza up there. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, pizza uh, Papa John's is actually kind of better. Oh, that's yeah. Price okay. to performance. Okay. I mean. All right. I'd I'll rather have Papa word. John's to be honest. I, I mean, there are there are better pizzas out there than Papa John's. I'm not saying that, but when it comes you, to like price for the price pizza. or the quality of pizza, I think yeah. Papa John's can't be beat. 
Okay. All right. Uh, so uh, we're not going to recommend this one. No. But, uh, Jeff, what are we watching next week? We are going to watch American Made, starring Tom Cruise from the year it came out. Um, <laughs> 2017. There you go. Uh, I've never seen it. This I've will be new to me, either. and it looks like there hopefully Good. will be no tripping scenes. And there, this is more about um, more of an action flick, I think. You've seen this? I have not seen this. Ooh, okay. Yeah, well, I mean, it's Tom Cruise. This is, this is uh, you know, late era Tom Cruise, so he's doing his own stunts. He's got a death wish, so it should be good, I think. I, I really hope I've so. I've heard that it is, uh, but we'll see. It's it's listed under IMDb as an action comedy. Oh, there's comedy in it, too? Those ah. are my... Action and comedy are my favorite genres of film. Listen, um... Tom Cruise is one of the funniest people you don't know. All right. Really? Um, yeah. Where? Okay. Point. I mean, me. you've seen Tropic Thunder. Okay. Fair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the ludicrous song at the end of Tropic Thunder. <laughs> killer. Did you Did you read that he's trying to like make a whole movie about that character? I. It'd be great. That I'd, is I'd, the best. Yeah, I think so. I personally think the best part of that movie. Anyways, uh, we're going to give a shout out to the music again. We uh, thank uh, Arrows in Action for allowing us to use their music uh, over it. And you can catch their music wherever you get yours from. Please hit the links in the show notes. They're, uh, they're desperately wanting you to like, follow, or subscribe to all their all their things. So we support them and supporting us. Yeah, they're great. I appreciate them. Yeah. And Mark, so. once again, thank you for finding all the awesome music. You just yeah, no, you always I, do I, a great job. I just, you know, I, I let the music come to me. I don't go to it. You just sit in a corner and hum, 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 hum. <laughs> And it I looks like the... American Made is only streaming on legitimate means. Or... Oh, God. Damn it, man. You picked it. What the fuck? Well, you might it's be legit. able to find this one on illegitimate means, but I, I hope so. I'm going to do what I normally do. Hey, hey, it's got your boy Jesse Plemons in it. <laughs> oh, Jesse Plemons? He's also married to uh, what's-her-face. Yep. Oh, uh, God. Yeah. Uh, not Jane. Scarlett Johansson. Yep, Mary yeah, Jane. Yeah, they're Mary Jane. <laughs> oh, gosh. Why? <laughs> Reese Withers. Nope. Nope. Um. <laughs> Wrong blonde woman. <laughs> what's, Why what's is my name? It's... It's God, and I'm going to feel so stupid. No, it's... um, I'm pulling up Spider-Man 1. (laughs) I don't... Kristen Dunst. (laughs) Kristen Dunst. Come on. That's better. Oh, good. Uh, Yeah, no, uh, Jesse Plemons, uh, he's good. Man, that dude plays everything so well. I can watch him talk like... Did you see Game Night? Yeah. Okay. He plays the the, the, the cop. It's really weird. His, he he got shot at the end. It made me sad. <laughs> but like I could I could sit like in front of a TV and watch him talk about growing a plant while drinking water, and the dude would be like, I think I'd find something else to watch. No, man, you would I be would. you'd be glued to your TV. No, you would be because I don't I don't know why there is so much stuff to watch out there. That I don't have to sit and go to 
Jesse Plemons talking about planting things, I could just <laughs> find something else to watch, like American Made. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So join us next week as we watch American Made, uh, starring uh, our boy Tom Cruise as he jumps out of things and does cocaine and and he tries to get uh, all the things that he didn't get to do in all the Mission Impossible films done. Okay, here. I think you're. Let's just save it for next week. Okay, bye. Wait, but you can find Mark on Twitter at I Heard You Liked. You can find me on Twitter at Podcast by Jeff. You can listen to Spielberg chronologically wherever you get your podcasts. We will see you next week.